chapters now up not have oh. 
<laughs> Did you see? See how out of breath King of Lightning was? That was funny as fuck. <laughs> Anyways, good evening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. What is up? What is good? The King Ooh of Lightning is here today bringing you guys and gals one piece one piece weird amalgamation of a show today. I got, <laughs> like, news and <laughs> twatter and uh, it's all over the place. Okay, what do we got today? We got the user-submitted story today is Cat Falling, which I was going to talk about anyways, but awesome user-submitted, so we'll talk about it first. Then we'll move into AZ State Senator Wendy Rogers' audit report coming next week. Happening, China hires Nobel winner, father of DNA canceled by the West. Then we'll talk about Alex Jones on Friday Night Tights, the Canada PPC party, or the P, I don't know how that, I don't even know what that means, PPP, the Canada PPC political thing. Okay, and then we'll do Trump boxing commentary, and we'll talk about Alone, the Alone series at the end of the show. Okay, so that's what we'll do. That's the show today. Great jam-packed show. I feel like I haven't had a jam-packed show in forever, but I don't know, I wanted to do two shows yesterday, but I had like a family emergency when I was watching the Trump commentary. So, I mean, I don't know, I just got kind of, I hope I have enough to make some funny video out of it, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I don't know how that's going to work out. So we'll just get, we'll get in the show today. We'll uh, do the cat falling first. <laughs> this is pretty, I mean, I don't know really what to talk about. This is pretty crazy. Listen to the audience while this cat's falling. It's nuts. Cat's scared as fuck, dude. The cat is so scared. He's gonna scratch the shit out of this guy. Oh my god, poor dude. Poor dude's probably scratched so badly. He's probably drunk as fuck, though. He probably don't care. A few little cat scratches ain't nothing, man. If you ever had a cat, you get a little, you get scratched a little. Like if you're any sort, if you're any modicum of man, like oh well, put some peroxide on it, it'll be healed tomorrow. You know, fucking dumb dumbs. What a champ, though, dude, holding the cat up like victory. So sick. <laughs> In the American, the American flag saved it. What fucking just what a great way to start off Sunday. <laughs> cat getting caught in a fucking American flag. <laughs> so great. The cat survived. Honestly, though, I think cats could survive falls of that height on their own. Um, pretty sure they can. Pretty sure cats can survive 12-story drops onto concrete. They have really... I mean, not if they, like, land on their head or something, but if they get... If they can, like... And they'll probably, they might get injured, too, but 
I don't know. I've seen cats survive some crazy falls, but it's cool that they saved him. That's awesome. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take away from their awesome achievement of saving that cat. That was sick. Okay, we got AZ State Senator Wendy Rogers audit report coming next week. This is awesome. Uh, Wendy Rogers is that chick. I can't remember her name. The chick from Arizona. There was a couple episodes ago. Where I was like, I can't remember this chick's name. Wendy fucking Rogers. Anyways, this is Gateway Pundit. So the uh, Inquirer. <laughs> Don't care. Uh, it says, Breaking, AZ Senate, State Senator Wendy Rogers. Audit report coming next week. Criminal wrongdoing will be referred to AG Brnovich. I told you that they're trying to get all the AGs on board so that Mike Lindell can submit his thing to the Supreme Court with every state. So this coincides with what's coming. Now they talk about the canvas led by Liz Harris, which I also talked about in a previous episode. Says Senator President confirmed that they are expecting the report next week as long as everything goes according to plan. This is accurate, but so far we have seen the measures that the opposition will take further stall the process. So they probably want the routers. Once they get the routers, they're gonna release the report or whatever. You know, I'm sure. They have to release the routers. It'll probably be the end of next week. <laughs> this guy in these the comments says, just like the made up Durham report. <laughs> I'm thinking it's never going to be released. Dude, come on, you fuckers. People saying it will never be released are just so, like, uh, they're so propagandized by the left. I don't get, like, how could the left be, the left literally went on for four goddamn years about, uh, about Russia collusion, you guys. Four years. It's been, what, three months? <laughs> like, God, don't lose hope yet. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> God, so easily swayed by leftist propaganda. So anyways, there's some news about the AZ audit coming next week, I guess. Uh, rumor from the Inquirer. Then we will talk about China hires Nobel writer, father of DNA canceled by the West. This thread, I can't believe I caught this. I caught this on my phone, guys. I was just on my phone because I was busy doing stuff yesterday. And I saw this and I'm like, no way, is that the dude? And it was the dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the picture in my 4chan folder. Let me find it. I have this picture. Nigger genetics. It's hilarious. Scientist who discovered DNA forced to sell his Nobel Prize after being shunned for inflammatory race comments. He was shunned by the scientific community for comments that linked race and intelligence. I mean, this is... I've had this article forever. This was in November 2014. I've had this article. And, they, and China now has this dude. So we have literally lost one of our top scientists because of fucking wokeness to China. What the fuck? I'm not even going to read the thread, but I just thought that was so interesting. So fucking interesting. This guy posts, hello, base department. Well done, China. <laughs> this guy says, anyone that says China isn't based needs to shut the fuck up. I wish the chinks well. <laughs> fuck, hopefully Dr. Watson will teach them not to kill and eat dogs so much. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. Oh my god. This makes you warm and fuzzy inside, like we're handing off the baton of Western science and rationality to the Chinese, <laughs> like they're our true heirs. While we slide into chaos, barbarism, and degeneracy, we've, have, we've had a good run, but our descendants won't be the ones carrying the torch. In 500 years, this will be playing Bach, Beethoven, and Handel, but it'll be in Beijing concert halls, and Shakespeare will always sound better in the original Mandarin. <laughs> Shit. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, moving on. I got Alex Jones on Friday Night Tights. If you've been watching my show since the beginning, which I, I, who even, what autistic fuck would listen to my show from the start? I know there's some of you. I know there is. Thank you. <laughs> 
thank you, I love you. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> in one of my old fucking videos, uh, I know I talked about Friday Night Tights, or at least uh, Nerdrotic is probably what I called him, was Nerdrotic. And I think I talked about him and um, Doctor Who or something, I'm not sure, but I, I know I talked about Nerdrotic in a previous video. Fucking guess who was on, he does like a f weekly, night. I don't know, he does live shows. Fucking Alex Jones. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Man, fucking Alex Jones. I can't, I just, wow. I didn't, I didn't watch any of it, and it was five hours long. I mean, the, their streams are normally that long. I mean, I'm, I shouldn't even be surprised, but I want to put some of it in the show, so I don't know, should I burden future Lou with this? Should I burden future Luigi with this task? Yeah, why not? Future Lou will cut together some of the Alex Jones Friday Night Tights episode. I'm sure he goes on some crazy rants. I mean... It's probably stuff we've heard already. I'll try to cut it short. I mean, I'll try to keep it under 15 minutes. <laughs> I know I say that and stuff ends up over 30 minutes, but I really will cut it. I will, I will cut it <laughs> short. I will promise. <laughs> so here you go. Alex Jones on Friday Night Tights. Comfortable? It wasn't until um, this Friday night that I hit a wall. I was supposed to be finishing my nightly newsletter that I mentioned. <laughs> your new body? I love it. Your operation's blown! 75 years later. In time of peace and two in time of war. I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints and then I smoke two more. You never smoke heard that song. Oh my god. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. Oh! oh! <laughs> what the fuck, man? God damn it. I've dreamt of this moment for months. I'll eat your ass. Nerdrotic.com. Yeah. Oh, oh, there he is. Oh, oh him. hello. I'm, I'm a big fan of the show. Really appreciate you having me on. <laughs> we love oh, it, Alex. Alex. You guys in a lot of trouble. Yes, yeah. I, I, I want to get into a lot of we, we would expect nothing more. We would expect nothing more. Alex. Well, the, the hello oh, so far has been fine, so I think we're okay with the hello bit. <laughs> well, it's good to be here with you. No, Alex, I have been a fan of yours for a long, long time. I remember when you were calling in to Art Bell uh, from <laughs> Hotel Rooms. That's uh, that's uh, the first time I remember hearing you, and... Uh, I've been, uh, yeah. Oh, was that like when the alarm went off at the Bilderberg yes, Hotel? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening for, gosh, that was like 16 years ago or something. Yes, it was. Uh, and, you know, uh, rest in peace, Art Bell. I miss that guy so mm -hmm. much. Kind of thought uh, you were the uh, the expert in, in all uh, conspiracies. And it was, uh, if anything, it was entertaining. 
uh, I always found it entertaining. Exactly. It's not so entertaining now that it all came true. No. 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 <laughs> Dang it. Yes. It was supposed to be fiction. Stuff. 20 years ago tomorrow, you have two World Trade Centers that get blown up. I believe in radical Islam. They were certainly involved, but just like the CIA was involved in the 70s, funding the Taliban, and then again, through the 80s, and, and, and then again, on uh, the week after 9-11, they flew out 30,000 Taliban fighters in the Kunduz airlift, the airlift of evil, and then now they've brought them back in and given them the country, and the State Department says they're doing a great job, basically. And so that's an example of shadow government, Saudi Arabia, British intelligence, for the last 120 years running uh, the whole jihadi Wahhabist movement. And so the whole Afghan thing really is about, after 20 years of stealing $2 trillion of taxpayer money, the deep state has now abandoned the whole country to China and the Taliban. But that's the way it always was. Well, they did one-sided trade deals with China to deindustrialize America. It's a globalist group running America into the ground on purpose. And once you know that, it all makes sense. And that's my mind. Right. A lot of trouble. Actually, I hate you, and you can say to me, because, you know, I read the transcript first. You need to say, Alex is a horrible fake news person. He should go to a FEMA camp, and then they'll push it to the top of the algorithm. <laughs> Let's say it together. Right. Alex Jones is a horrible person. Free speech is bad. Yeah. Uh, vitamins and minerals are bad. America's yeah. bad. The borders are bad. Uh, and uh, Orange Man's bad. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was a great time on YouTube. Uh, you know what? White people are inherently bad and evil. Well, that's a given. Oh, that yeah, was one. That's, that's, a, that's a given. That's yeah. number one trending. You've been watching CNN. Come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Ten years ago. You could you know you could find a, a a Graham Hancock speech, a UFO video, an Alex Jones a clip. Your channel was still around, uh, and now all of that is gone. And you know I'm I'm doing research for the show. Yeah, I actually do research for the show, and I watch Alex on Infowars, and I wanted to see an interview. I wanted to see a couple of interviews with Alex, and all I saw was you know I just put Alex Jones, and it's all CNN shit. It's uh, that's all it is. Force feed it. What you got to do is you got to click date and, and look at today, this week, yeah. whatever. Then there's all this cool stuff. But exactly, it's all rigged, just like Google. After Trump won, they broke Google, and now it's whoever pays for results go to the top. And it's not like SEO or something where you pay to like artificially but still naturally manipulate your thing to the top. They just rig it. Like I noticed starting about four years ago. Used to just used to show all the gas stations, all the restaurants on Google when you were driving down the road. Now it only shows the ones that pay. Mm. So, I mean, again, mm -hmm. it, it, it's all rigged now. It started with the KKK, and everybody's like, well, I don't like them, so fine. I didn't like them either. And then next it was Alex Jones, and now it's Rand Paul uh, gives a speech and says, you know, natural immunity in Israeli study is 13 times better, which is a fact. He's reading the Jerusalem Post, and YouTube said, nope, that's not the UN. You're not allowed to speak. And they, they censored Senate yeah. speeches. Yeah. And I agree. I think he should be put in prison for that. How mm. dare him read out of the newspaper out of Israel? Jeez. In fact, maybe he should be indicted. <laughs> I'm a YouTube. That's what I say. I'm a YouTube person. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Alex Redemption Arc. Yes. Here's just mm. a quick example of how you have the official speak where you're um, until five months ago, you were not allowed to say it may have come out of Wuhan. Here's the funding. Mm. Peter Daszak, mm -hmm. Fauci saying, I want gain of function, gain of function conferences he put on. Documents were already out. Now the Intercept got 900 pages where he says, I want to merge these five viruses. I want it to infect humans. It's a you know coronavirus. I mean, it's all there now. And so now it's okay to say it came out of a lab. So, so that received info has changed. Here's Pelosi in April of this year 
uh, she came out and said, we cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do mm -hmm. under mm -hmm. the Constitution. Now, oh, oh here, they, they haven't expunged this yet. This is the CDC website still there today. Other myths and facts. Can CDC mandate that I get a COVID-19 vaccine? No, that's unconstitutional. But don't worry, it'll be removed now because he's come out and said that, but it gets worse. White House official doesn't rule out requiring COVID-19 vaccines or tests for domestic flights. Isn't that interesting? And then, oh, but it gets worse. The White House is exempt from the shots. And so are postal workers. 600,000 postal workers, mm. they're exempt. So you talk about discrimination, folks. This is it. Here it is. This is out of Newsweek. Members of Congress and their staff are exempt from Biden's vaccine mandate. Huh. That's interesting. Wow. Wait, how convenient. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so I we're talking animal convenience. farm now. We're in this. We are in 1984 now. We are in freaking Animal Farm. Full out propaganda now at night. Where he's last night he had a uh, you know in his monologue he's like, well if you're on if you're if you don't have the poke then you should be denied health care. Like yeah, where yeah. is that? Yeah, you, you don't deserve yeah. ICU beds. Yeah, yeah where is a lot that, that coming kind from of propaganda? Kill people. I mean that's that's Joseph Mingler level. If you don't yeah. do what we want medically with an experimental shot that's already killed a bunch of people, we are going to kill you. Denying yeah. somebody medical yeah. care is murder. I am fed up with you and I'm running out of patience. You unvaccinated did this. You're yep. killing people. When they know full well, it's in mainline news, the majority of the hospital cases and deaths in Israel, in the U.S., are the vaccinated. They've just been hiding that if anybody dies within two weeks of an injection, they count you as unvaccinated. That's on the CDC's website. So you take that in, in, in graphs, it's unvaccinated, vaccinated, in hospitalizations, in the U.S., in Canada, in England, in Israel, it's all the same. They're tracking the same. but. It, Weeks ago when they found that and took the number and counted people that died within two weeks as vaccinated, vaccinated is dying way more. These are the numbers. I've got it all right here. They don't want people to see this information. They want to keep you in the dark, keep therapeutics away from people. And again, now they're openly saying all these, I mean, Howard Stern said, F these people that died, F them. Ha ha ha, they didn't take the vaccine. Well, the damn vaccine, if the vaccine worked, I'd be taking the freaking crap. I've had tetanus shot, stuff like that. This is not a classic vaccine where you give them the whole thing attenuated and you learn how to beat it. It goes in and programs your cells, the mRNA does, to then go and create this spike protein that'll supposedly let your body know what to attack. I mean, that's crazy. We will You're be dead. A lot of that now I mean, and the all the nerds at Google, your bosses are all building armored fortresses under mountains. You don't live in those. You're not part of the establishment. I run a little Google guys in Austin and Apple guys that walk over and I'm in a restaurant or bar and they go, yes, we are censoring you, but it's for a greater good. We're building mm. a utopia. And I go, no, yeah. the globalists are setting you up for a societal collapse. They're going to kill you. Now get the hell away from me, your little power trip. Mm. You're Hell fools. Yes. You have Stockholm syndrome. You've been set up, and almost everyone watching this in nine years will be dead unless we turn this around. Yes. <laughs> no, see, that's the plan. They're going to blame. They blame the virus they created. They they basically oh viruses will emerge because it's overheating. Mm -hmm. They plan to collapse society. That's why Beto and all these other globalists and AOC said two years ago. She said, we'll all be dead by 2030. She's not being given the full picture because she's a low-grade moron. They're saying things ah. are going to collapse. We've all got to cut the resources off. The planet's hit its carrying load. They tell them the pole's going to shift 
in 2030, we believe, this is what people high level told me, and they go, we've got to get rid of most people because when this collapses, there won't be enough resources, and so we've got to get everybody ready, and that's why all the billionaires are building underground bunkers in Kauai and in New Zealand and, you know, and, and up towards the Arctic Circle with helicopter pads and bunkers and camouflage and, you know, Buying up a lot robots. of real estate and farmland. Yeah. Bill Gates has bought how, many, yep. how much farmland? A lot. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Gates and all about millions of acres, and so... And so when you're talking, along with Ted Turner, so when you're talking about this, they are engineering a global collapse to consolidate all the money and power and control while getting rid of the useless eaters. But they're telling the minion servant class, oh, the world's about to collapse. We'll save you when the pole shift happens. Uh, that's what they're telling him in around 2030, our scientists say, but you've got to help us bring in this authoritarian system. They're like, I'll do whatever you say, sir. Mm. Please I thought people were involved yeah. in the meetings. And, yeah. and so that's how they're getting them all on board. None of this is bullshit, guys. This is all real. They're saying that all these people that have heart attacks and die from the vaccine, even when the doctor confirms it, aren't real. And they're the D Democrats and liberals, who are now these cultists of big pharma, are worshiping it and covering up and censoring local news when the doctor says a 39-year-old mother dies after she gets the, one of these vaccines, liquefied her organs. So they're denying people are dying from a shot because they want to push the shot. I didn't want to be blamed as a gun owner being told that I caused uh, uh, elementary school students to die. Then right. everybody denies it happens. I look at it, the CIA, who told me, heavily, this, is, this is a real CIA high-level contact, who gave me good info before, comes and says, no, this really is staged. Then maybe some of the anomalies aren't really anomalies. And now Remington is asking for the school report cards of the kids and, and is doing all this stuff. I'm not getting in the middle of this. All I know is one of my crew members Uncle is a retired FBI agent. He pops up there and says he's never seen anything like it and says there's a cover-up going on. So, again, that's what this is all about. So I, I questioned Jesse Smollett when he said three guys, you know, two guys in the middle of the night in Chicago beat me up and called me this and poured bleach on me and put a country around my neck. Yeah. And, of course, it turned out that Jesse was Smollett doesn't believe Jesse Smollett. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Should I? If I, if I said I, that looked fake, I said it day one. Now, if I'd have been wrong, it's my right to question something. They lied in 1990 and said Saddam Hussein's Republican Guard went into Kuwait and killed hundreds of babies, stomping their brains out to steal incubators. None of that happened. The little girl never been to uh, Kuwait. Her dad owned a giant PR firm. That, that's why I question big events. Not because questioning a big event is some of my fake news and how I make money or whatever. I, I, I make money by being real and being on the air and covering a ton of news, but my goal was never make money. I started out on Access TV. Then about 15 yeah. years ago, people said, oh, you're just about money. When I had like five employees, people were trying to shut me down. I said, I'll show you. I'll go from bringing in $5 million a year to $50 million a year. But that's money to fund back in to the operation. Do I like a car that runs well? Do I like being able to get medical care and eat food? Yeah, but I don't worship things or I would have already had the deal. I was offered Glenn Beck's deal on Fox News before I ever heard of Glenn Beck. I was offered $10 million a year. I was offered a, a, a two books a year. I was said, well, everything will be handled for you. You can live in New York or LA or DC and you're going to be the next Rush Limbaugh. I was offered basically all of that because they thought he was going to die back then with all the Oxycontin stuff, God rest his soul. And so that, yep. that's all. I could have already been Rush Limbaugh 15, 16 years ago. They already wanted his replacement. I didn't take it. I'm not selling out. I'm doing the opposite. I'm changing history, and that's what I want to do for a pro-human future. Action I'll let you know what's what really going on here. I'll let you know what's really going on here. I woke up at 5.15 this morning, and I have been working since 7 a.m. after I got my four-year-old daughter ready for preschool, 
and went and dropped her off at 7.30. They went and took care of my dad, who almost got killed by uh, COVID. It's no joke, folks, because the, the, the new variant out of the vaccine mutation is very serious. And then I got up here, and, and, and when I really do my best rants, when I'm totally exhausted, and I, it was great to come on, I'm so tired that the only way I can do it is to be obnoxious and turn it up to 11 because I'm totally exhausted right now. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. going to do... I'm going to be here at 7.45 tonight finishing the interviews with Ernestus Hernandez, whose son died after the injection, Melissa Gunderson, mm. and her family, Dr. Richard Bartlett. Uh, and again, that's all airing tomorrow at, uh, on my own system, freeworldnews.tv. So again, I'm exhausted, so I appreciate you guys putting up with me. But no, it, it's the fact that I'm using a pretty calm guy We're not putting up with you. We're person. loving it. Don't worry. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <Calm guy laughs> in person. If we're out fishing... Or we're drinking beer. I, I might not talk for 30 minutes. I'll be listening to you. But once I'm up here talking about this, this stuff's real, okay? Yep. I yeah. mean, folks, when I said most of us will be dead by 2030 if we don't stop this, this is, just watch, okay? Your lives are all in danger. This is a takeover, and it's not a game. Okay, I don't even, I haven't even seen it yet, so I have no idea how that was. Hopefully it was hilarious. Okay, now we got Canada PPC. So I don't understand what's going on with the Canada PPC stuff. And they do, they've been talking about it a lot in the Canada generals that have been going on throughout the day. So this leaf, this based leaf said he'd fill me in on what's going on with the thing kind of. So I'll read what he wrote to me. I haven't read it yet. So I'll just read what he said. He's the only one that even told me anything. So here we go. Maxine, Max, Mad Max of the PPC People's Party of Canada used to be a part of the Conservative Party. He tried to run for the party leadership of the Conservative Party after the loss of the last election. Max lost to a pro-Israel, pro-globo homo, anti-gun blob named Aaron O'Toole, and the race is close and kind of fishy. Turns out the vote was done by Dominion Voting Systems. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. I thought you guys did voted... I thought you did... I thought Canada specifically did like physically written votes so that's weird that you guys have dominion voting systems jesus why why does everyone have goddamn dominion i don't get it uh i, I do get it they're trying to take over the, this global homo <laughs> so we got the party votes for the leader of the parties in canada not the people that, I mean, that's just like america dude that's a, a representative democracy is what that is they handle it all on their own so while our national elections are done with paper the party votes are not there we go that's he just explained it so the party vote was done with dominion voting systems that's hilarious okay huh that's dumb why fix that canada max left the conservatives to make the ppc the party had a rough as fuck start. The Liberal Party has spent the last 45 years paying off the media, like all their trade unions for non-CBC outlets are in the pockets of the Liberal Party. Note, CBC is the national broadcaster paid for by our taxes, so they just talk to whatever the current leadership has to say because they pull the purse strings. So with that, they spent the whole first 2016 IIRC election just calling PPC Max racist and evil. So Max loses the seat he had from the beginning in the Conservatives. The PPC is looked on like the KKK of Canada. So fast forward to now COVID era, Max PPC is the only one who wants to end the vaccine mandates, stop slow immigration, and help the people who live here. He's got a lot of visibility online, however the MSM won't touch him. The PPC is getting popular. They're sitting at like 10% of a popular vote in the latest polls. 
They should have been in the debate last night. Parties only need 2% of the popular vote to be in the polls to be included in the debates. But because the CBC is controlled by the Liberal Party, the rules were changed to make sure the PPC couldn't participate. Dude, they did that exact same thing with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> they, it's so hilarious that Canada, everything that's happening in Canada right now, literally happened in the Democratic elections in 2016. The primaries in 2016, guys. All of this happened in the primaries when it was Hillary Clinton versus Bernie Sanders. All of these shenanigans that are happening to you guys right now happened to us already back then. So if, if you would have paid attention to then, you maybe you would have foresaw this coming, or maybe you did foresee this coming and you just couldn't stop it. It's pretty crazy. Anyways, I'll continue. Read this image. This is why you should vote PPC Leafs. Even if they lose, the party can grow for next time. Don't give up, bros. And he posts uh, this image. Voting PPC strategically. And it says, Canadian voters are deluded into thinking their vote is only useful to elect a candidate. It's not true. And then he posts all the benefits of... Uh, voting PPC even if they don't win. So if they just get 2% of the popular vote, they get half their national campaign expenses subsidized. If they get 10% of the vote, they get 60% of their expenses reimbursed plus 100% of allowable personal expenses reimbursed. So if you get over 10% of the vote, that's really good. Since they're pulling over 10% right now, it's looking good for PPC. And if you can just, I mean, if, even if you don't win, if you get over 10% of the vote, that will substantially help the party out. And it will, it'll grow their legitimacy. So even if you don't win this time, it will be a shift in the correct direction, you know. If not now, then... I mean, how do you think Hitler took over fucking Germany? They didn't think it would be instantaneous, but then all that shit went down and then it was pretty instantaneous. So even if it's 10% now, when they throw all these vaccine mandates and start throwing people into fucking camps, you know, it might go from 10% to, you know, 60%. <laughs> I mean, don't lose hope and just spread word to... I mean, the best thing you could do is just spread word to your local people around you that might not even know PPC exists. Or they might think it's some terrorist organization. You know, you need to just inform normies and get normies to, un like, start talking about it. Even if... Even if... And don't try to convince them right there. Like, this is a mistake a lot of people make. Don't try to, like, utterly convince them right there. Drop a few red pills, and then let them argue with you, and then let them win. Like, just let them win. Because when they go home later, they'll think about what you said. If they remember you being nice and kind to them, they'll think about what you said, and they'll be like, you know, that guy kind of had a good point, and they'll think about it. And that's how people change their mind slowly over time, not... I mean, it almost never happens right then, right there. Ever. I don't think it ever does. So just let them win and then hopefully good will come of it. Okay, moving on. We got Trump boxing commentary. <sighs> it's kind of grim because uh, fa the family emergency happened when this boxing commentary is going on, so I don't know. I kind of missed half of it. I don't know if I have anything usable. I <laughs> So I'm going to do my best to make some funny boxing anime commentary thing with it because I, I can't show the boxing or the video I guarantee it I'll get they'll come after me <laughs> you know they're, they're, as long as I don't show any of the boxing and just show and just have the audio from Trump I'm sure I'll be fine <laughs> so here's a here's a Trump boxing commentary here's some highlights of it and he's gaining confidence a little bit of showboating out there right now so so strong so yeah. powerful and he had some good speed for that size right, right. so he did great yeah He's getting a little mojo now. 
Swing and a miss. He's starting to hit. Who is the best boxer, in your opinion? You watched over the years the fighters. I'm, oh, my gosh. It's hard to say, but uh, you it's love a Muhammad, Muhammad, Ali. Muhammad Ali. Right. Because of the footwork. footwork. Something that we're going to see Anderson Silva doing today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the footwork is something amazing. It's, for me, it's like 50% of the fight is that. You have to position yourself very well before getting a good punch. So he was just very special. Yeah, he was something. Especially on that era, on that time. Nobody yeah. used to move. The heavyweights. And they, he was big. Yeah. They, pretty big they, guy. They didn't move. Yeah. They just throw hard punches. And he started to move and he made everybody That's right. confused. That's right. <laughs> There's a nice right hand. Very even fight. Although I'd say Jono right now is not winning. Pretty Fair even, enough. but I would say he is not winning at this moment. He can go long. Yeah. That's a big that's a big statement. Wow. Junior, why is it that very muscular guys with the greatest bodies, they look like they can't be defeated? Why is it that they don't fight as well as guys like even Muhammad Ali? You know, we were talking about Larry Holmes before. It, it, not that same definition as some of these guys. Why is that? Well, uh, some guys, they, they work too much body, you know, and uh, when you lift, uh, to, to get a big body, a very... But they don't seem to have endurance to yeah, the same Yeah, good extent. definition on the body means that you're lifting a lot of weights and you work a lot on your body and you're not working on technique and you got to work on technique on this business, not on your body, you know, so uh, that's why you, see, you sometimes don't see these guys having good results. Right. Now, Anderson has great footwork right yeah he does Great. We, we, we'll see look, tonight oh, hold on look at Andy Vincent now he's starting to pick it up here going for Good the chest though he's doing well what a reversal from the last round where it looked like the momentum was going the other way but when they do so well in the last two rounds a lot of times they give it to that fighter it just seems to me it's yeah. hard it's hard when you don't but this is a big difference yeah it was a he's, close he's, fight He's, so. it, it was pretty close. Yeah. yeah. If it's close and somebody does, so far he's dominating this round. That's true. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Oops. What's going on here? Uh, Whoa. Anderson plays cute so often, yeah. and, you know, it's nothing to it, but you got to be a little bit careful with Tito. Tito is putting some pressure, but he's going kind of slow. Look at that. I, I don't really understand yeah. why, but. He's a bad dude on the feet, man. You can't fuck with him. He's a wrestler, man. So he's he a wrestler, him. right? So he let him punch. He let him punch, and then he just... Yeah, he was waiting for the right moment to go this and finish. That was, finish like this. that was Muhammad Ali and George Foreman, but he let it go seven rounds. Right? <laughs> this was a little bit quicker. Well, wow, that's something. Wow. So is he known as that big of a puncher? Always, always, his whole career. Really good. In the UFC and outside of the UFC, always a phenomenal striker. I'll tell you what, that really helps his stock. You know what that means? <laughs> that helps his stock because yeah, that was sure. impressive. Another amazing victory on boxing. He just beat uh, Julio.
Who's next? Who's next for Anderson Silva? You know? Did you think that was a possible ending? I, yeah, I didn't. For sure. Did oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I'll tell you, Jorge Not said. this Tito, but. You said yeah. he's a great boxer, though. Anderson's a great boxer. He's a great striker. That's the most I'll important. tell you and, what, that was a good. And, and a phenomenal boxer as well. Pretty, That's it. That, that, you know, it's less than a, it's a round, right? But yeah. that was pretty good. That was. That you know, was pretty good. The people was expecting something like that tonight. You know, to see a good knockout. I mean, we were asking, like, is he dead or is he pulling him in? And he was pulling him in. He timed the one yeah. hit. That was it. Were they expecting that result, though? I, I, I believe so. You they were. were that, uh, they were expecting a, a knockout on he this was. fight. Yeah. I'll tell you, Jorge not, was. Maybe not that soon. No, maybe <laughs> not that soon. I, I think yeah. you said it's going to go quickly. I, once he gets his time, and I, I, yeah. I knew it would end violent, you know. It just... Another Tito Brazilian. Crisp what do we do with these Brazilians? Tell me. We love Brazil, right? <laughs> I think, what are we I doing with these Brazilians? I think they're going to sweep it tonight. <laughs> so they, they go, hey, one hell of a punch. <laughs> so whatever. Trump is just... It's so funny. When Trump's talking, I, one thing I noticed in this is he was so defensive. You could tell by his body language because he had his arms crossed. Heavily crossed. And whenever someone has their arms crossed like that, that's defensive. That's a defensive body gesture. And not always, but... It just very much seemed like he was being defensive in that position. And then when they were talking, when Trump was talking with the other announcers, it's Trump is so clever in the way he approaches things. He doesn't want to be a loser. He doesn't want to sound stupid in anything he's saying. So while he's talking, he'll kind of, they'll, they'll say like, who do you think's going to win, Trump? Who do you think's going to win? And then he'll kind of like, he doesn't want to pick a winner. He wants them to pick a winner and then he'll hitch on to what they think. Uh, so he's like... This guy's good, and this guy, he just kind of, it's just, he's ambiguous, and he kind of, he's just really masterful at navigating conversations when he doesn't really know what he's talking about, I don't know. Not that he doesn't know what he's talking about, because he does know a lot about boxing, but I think he just felt a little out of his element around all these super professionals. So there's that. Okay. And then I'll finish the show talking about the Alone series. I'm about, I'm a little over halfway through the first season. And also, I was thinking about Bo, because it's Sunday, and there was no show on Saturday, Bo. I'm sure you're thinking about it, you know. But if you're busy, Bo, don't, like, <laughs> don't be, you know, just do it when you're free. <laughs> no rush. But I, I do look forward to it every week, so I am looking forward to it. <laughs> I do love your show. I was watching Alone, and I was like, man, I hope Joe isn't the third one out. <laughs> Guess who was the third one out? <laughs> Joe. Uh, but I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a, but, but, I'm gonna, like, defend Joe. I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna put some excuses in here for Joe. I'm gonna throw some excuses in here. Man, the way he went out was so, uh, he lost his, apparently he lost his fire striker in the, in the, he thinks that he left it on a log and then he knocked it off or something and then it might have got washed away by the tide or something and then he just gave up. He lost all hope. Even though he had a fire going still, like, he could have just kept that fire going indefinitely. He said maybe he could have done that. But a storm was coming in. He just didn't even want to try. <sighs> what I think is, if you notice when I talked in the episode, I'm like, oh, he has this new dog. That's strange. I thought his dog just passed away a couple years ago. This must have been like right after that. I don't know. I was confused about the time frame. I think what ha I think what this is, guys, I think this is right after his dog had died. And he had got his new dog with his wife. And it's before he moved to his new house. So I think... <laughs> I think... He was just bummed out because of his dog. I think he was not in the right mindset at that time to do this show. 
because he just kind of gave up if he was not mentally in that game at all. That's kind of some excuses, but I think it had to do with his dog dying very recently because he just did not seem in it at all. Uh, one person that's doing pretty good is the, the autistic kid, surprisingly, and the fat old dude I was talking about. They're, that fat old dude is just a down-to-earth American dad. <laughs> pretty good show. I love uh, it's a pretty good show. I love it. But there is a lot of that shenanigany, you know, editing, but whatever. That's you're gonna get that in TV shows. It's just how it is. That's just how it is. So it sucks that Joe is the third out, but I really think it was I think it was heavily due to his mental state with his dog, because and I said he was kind of a normie camper. So if you lose your fire starter as a normie camper, you're gonna that's gonna be a big <laughs> it's gonna be a big fuck up. Big, big fuck up. Man, I don't know, like, you know how they give you 10 items? I wonder if you have to pick them off of a list or something, because I'd be like, I want a knife-flint combo. <laughs> and then if you lose your one flint, you have your knife-flint combo. Yeah, so I don't know. I think the kid will probably be next out. I hope the old dude wins, but he seems to be missing his family a lot. <laughs> you know, that's his weakness, his his wife. He's like, you don't know how much you miss them until you're gone. <laughs> I wanted to do two episodes yesterday, but... All that shit came up, so I guess maybe I'll try and do two episodes today. I don't know if I will or not. I'm gonna try, because I want to get back on... I want to get... <laughs> I'm gonna backdate this episode. I'm gonna cheat again. <laughs> so I want to get caught up. I think maybe... I'm gonna try and do the Kerbal Space Program thing again. Hopefully it'll actually work this time. And I watched the last one, and I kind of noticed some things I did in that one that I didn't like. Like, I don't want it to be a tutorial at all. So I think I'm going to just change it up a little bit and try to cut it together faster. So I, I do not want it to be a tutorial. It's more of like, these are the walls you're going to hit when you play the game. These are how to overcome those walls. I, I want it to be more of that, because you can learn all the other stuff just playing normally. But people seem to really like that Kerbal Space Program episode, even though it wasn't that... I mean, it didn't get a lot of views, but people that did watch it seemed to like it. So I think... It, if I get it to actually work, <laughs> I think it'll be successful. Plus, I learned some stuff doing it once already. Plus, and that game's fun to play on the weekends, so it, it's very relaxing for me <laughs> as an autist to play that game. So that's the show today. That's the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. It's because of viewers like you that it exists, so thank you. Please go check out Penis Central, the, the PNM Weather Report with Bodacious Tatas. The 16 megabyte show with 16 megabyte. You can now send him emails on his website, which is kind of cool. Go hit him up, say hello. I ha I haven't even sent him an email. There's an email on my site. I don't like I I don't really. There's nothing to say yet. If the stock market crashes, man. I called that shit like two weeks in advance. Okay, I sent PNN Central an email. I'm like, if the stock market crashes, you got to put the Ron Paul thing on your website. <laughs> So what what constitutes a crash, Penis Central? Is it negative 500? Is it neg it, does it have to be negative 500 for two days in a row? When is it a crash? Is it when they start talking about stimmies? <laughs> when they start talking about stimmies, is that a crash? I don't know. Because <laughs> I mean, they can still the they could still bring a dude out from the Fed out and say some stupid kike shit and get it fixed. You know, I, they could still do that. <laughs> it's only been down like 200 a day for the past week, so who knows. Who knows what's going to happen? I think it's going to crash. Let's see what Biz... I haven't been to Biz in a while. Let's see what Biz has to say. Biz is so worth... Okay, guys, first off, Biz... Never get any... Anything... <laughs> anytime you read anything on Biz, I am not shitting you. I am not shitting you. Do the fucking opposite. <laughs> anything you read on Biz, do the opposite. If they're telling you to... If they're telling you to buy, uh, I don't know, Rubric or something, do not buy Rubric. Do not buy Rubric, Okay. 
<laughs> don't buy it. And then and then when they stop talking about it, then you buy it. Okay? So it's like, you just have to... Oh, man, it's just hilarious. You just have to be... It's like, you buy stuff when they're not talking about it, and then when they're talking about it, you don't buy it. Okay? When they're telling you to buy it, don't buy it. When they're not telling you to buy it, buy it. <laughs> That's fucking... business so fucking ass backwards. And no one on there knows anything. It's hilarious. I, maybe I can find this pic I have, or is this guy's like, uh... Where they're talking about stocks or something, and the guy's like... They're talking about the stock market breaking down or something and how people won't be able to sell stocks anymore or something. And this guy's like, but don't I just hit the sell button and the stock gets sold? And he's like, what do you think happens when you hit the sell button, you fucking retard? You're, someone's buying it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's so dumb. I mean, I really, I honestly suggest nobody goes to biz because <laughs> it's you will get scammed. It's just a scam city there. It's hilarious. But honestly, just do the opposite of whatever they say, and you will make money. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that that strategy works. <laughs> Dude, I hate stock market general. Dude, I hate biz. <laughs> Dude, I hate biz so much. <laughs> I'm in the stock market. Stock market general sucks balls, guys. Sucks balls. Sucks so, sucks so much balls. This is like... Is it actually the majority belief in GME that they could sell shares at literally any price or is it a running joke? Have been there since winter when GME was still in play. <laughs> this guy says, yes, it's a majority belief. If you say otherwise, you're a paid hedgy from India. They completely delusional and genuinely believe they'll be able to sell single shares for $10 million plus. They actually thought crypto dumping the other day was hedge funds liquidating Bitcoin to get more money to short GME. I'm not making that up. Very sad to see. Okay, let me say a few things on this. First, do I think you'll be able to sell a share for GME for $10 million ever? No. Do I think it's possible for shares of GME to get over $1,000? Yes. Do I think it, if the stock market crashes, that will probably happen? Yes. Do I think that <laughs> they are dumping crypto, liquidating Bitcoin to get more money to short GME? Don't know. Possible. They liquidated... If you were following GME back in the day, Melvin Capital liquidated an entire... Uh, I forgot what the exact stock was they liquidated, but they liquidated one of their entire branches of stock so that they could keep shorting GME. <laughs> so, I mean, this isn't too far from what could actually be going on. So I don't know if they are doing that, but they've done it in the past. And I mean, within the past year, they've done it. So with a stock. So, I mean, could they be doing it with Bitcoin as well? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Like, the, like everyone in this thread is just making fun of the GME thread. I mean, you're just, this is just people fighting with each other. Random post from this thread. Friendly reminder that it literally doesn't matter if you have X shares or XXXXX shares. If you sell at 210 or if you sell at 220 million, it's going to hit and Reddit has decided to hold for an infinity pool and see just how high the numbers can go. Whether you participate with any of your shares or not, this is happening when we squeeze and no amount of bitching and moaning in these threads will do literally a single thing about it except to make sure the bitchers and moaners are the only people guaranteed to miss out at the top. <laughs> this guy says, yeah, these guys have literally an IQ of absolute zero in Kelvins. <laughs> uh, okay, first off, I the guy is not saying it's gonna hit 210 million okay or trillion or whatever he's saying they're not going to put a limit sell on their shares so they can see how high it goes that's what he's saying 
I mean, that's all they're saying. It's not complicated. They're saying they're not. They're gonna hold their shares and they're gonna wait to see how high the sell goes. I mean, it's just fucking. I mean, uh, this is just people fighting with each other. It's like, what side are you on? I'm on the side of GME, and these guys are on the side of stonks go up. The, you gotta understand, these guys have probably a portfolio full of stocks, and if the stock market crashes, you know who's losing? They are, because <laughs> their entire portfolio is gonna be worthless. And the guy with nothing but GME is going to be making bank. <laughs> so they can't be wrong. That's the thing. They can't be wrong. You need to have input from someone that doesn't own it. It's hard, though, because if you don't own it, then you don't know much about it. And if you know much about it, then you probably own it. <laughs> so and then there's scammers like there's this old oh, dude. There's this old dude. I, I just I got to stop talking about biz. Or I'm going to go into like a biz <laughs> sinkhole. But I got to talk about it. There's this old dude doing these like GME stock videos. And he was just. He was just hitching a ride on the popularity of GME, and he was just so stupid. I just, it's so dumb. People get roped into the stupidest stuff so easily. It's because people don't want to hear the truth. The truth is... <laughs> that's the thing. When you tell people the truth, they, they don't like it. <laughs> you tell people what's going on, or you tell them the facts, and they don't like hearing the facts, you know? They want to hear something that conforms to their worldview, to their belief, that makes them feel good inside. They don't want to hear something that doesn't conform to what they believe and that makes them feel like shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. That's why I, I rub a lot of people the wrong way as much as I rub a lot of people the right way. So, I don't know. Okay, that's it. This episode went kind of long towards the end, so hope you enjoyed. I'll try and come out with another episode today, but I can't promise anything. Uh, love you all. Thank you for listening. Sorry about the delayed shows, but hopefully we'll get back on track soon. Have a great day. Goodbye. Fluids? If he's dehydrated, we'll need to place an IV. Have him change into this. I don't want the blue one. Um, well... I hear someone's not feeling well. Let's take a look at the little man. Can I please talk to you two outside? I know that you guys are busy, but as you would see, if you looked at her and not her chart, Bailey is not a boy. <laughs> Kill yourself. The fuck? Please, please kill yourself. The fuck? You should really kill yourselves. The fuck? Please, please kill yourself. The fuck? You should really kill yourself. Vagina, women with dicks and weak men with vaginas. So fucking delicate, like mommy's fine china. If you have complaints, please wait your turn and line up. I got a message for these little fags trying to be a mama's boy and the teacher's pet. Face ass white, looking like they just had a gyno. Colleges stick five fingers in your ass, no loser. Are you laying in bed at night, scared? Frustrated? Nobody loves you? Career's going nowhere? Family doesn't care? You're living in the wrong place? Society? Rapidly crumbling, nobody seems to notice. You're just sitting there. The date you went on didn't go well. You couldn't stop yourself from eating that cookie. You're fat. That stretch mark didn't go away. Somebody's gonna notice it. You'll pay. You'll pay for all that college pizza eating, won't ya? All your friends are getting married. You see them. They're all going on boating nice trips in Anguilla. They're just prancing around with their nice bodies in that beautiful ocean. They're having fun. Your buddy just got a nice job at the firm that his father's worked at for years. He'll probably inherit the house too. He'll be swimming in fucking money. And what will you do? What do you get seven grand when they sell the trailer? You're struggling, you're suffering. 
You're a state school boy, but you're trying to hang out with the flashy kids. You've been trying your whole life. You're a cut below. You're not good enough. And you know it. You feel it. They smell it on you. But you're hungry and agreeable. You show up to all the right events, the right music festivals. Sometimes you get a little too drunk and let them know how hard your life is. And they think that's gross. But you try to keep that in. You try to keep that in. You're a good fuck. You fuck with passion. But it's hard to get people into your bed because you're a miserable person. You don't understand. You don't understand why it's so hard. You got a decent dick. It's a nice penis, you know? But you just can't get women... They don't see a future with you. They see a guy that's just mired in his own circumstances, lost in his own conception of who he is, unable to measure up, even in his own mind, can't go out and attack the world with, with the, the, you know, just fuck, go to, go to bed. Go to bed, you deal with it tomorrow. Go to bed, it's enough already. Life is whatever it's gonna be. You're trying to do what you can do. Took the summer internship. You're fine. You did sports. You're a nice enough guy. You've been decent enough to your friends. Some of your hometown friends, you feel guilty you haven't spoken to them in a while, but you know, they're on, they're taking Oxycontin and breaking into people's houses. How can you really help them? What are you going to do? You want to hang out with your friend Brett, you know, the one with the nice house in Miami. His dad's Cuban or something. They own a real estate firm. You like them. The whole family seems sexy. You just want to fuck the whole family. You're not gay, but you, you look at Brett and he's got like a 10 pack or something. He's got muscles coming out of his stomach. You didn't even know it could happen, you know? And, you just, you look at the different lives people have, you're just stuck in the middle. You're not putting a gun in some old lady's mouth to take her pain medication, but you're not Brett. So what are you? Are you nothing? Sometimes you, you relish the freedom of your friends who live in old broke down cars up in Buffalo, smoking glass, fucking each other, giving birth in a Arby's. You say, is that the worst life? You gotta take shit from your boss. He loads you up with projects and then he skates off to the Hamptons and he's only got this job because he's had the right fucking silver spoon shoved up his ass his whole entire life. And you wanna tell him that. You'd love to hit him. You'd love to bludgeon him to death. In fact, that's the only thing that makes you come. Thinking of watching the life leave his face, but you can't. When you finally have sex with the state school chick that you've, you've convinced to come into your bed, you know, you're good, you're decent. She comes, you know, most of the time, but you know, you got a little anxiety. And then you're pushing pasta around your plate. Not too many carbs. You're in your mid-30s now. You can't do it the way you used to. And you're sitting there. Maybe you're both a little too drunk. It's a Monday. And you're sitting there and you're thinking, maybe I should just marry this girl. I mean, is it going to get better? You're living in an apartment in Manhattan. It's $3,200 a month. It's not really a great building. There's a little gym and it's fine. It's all fine. Your life is just fine. And you're full of anger and you don't know why. And you're full of dread. You've done great considering all the things that you were up against. The mom that drank a little too much wine and the blue-collar father that never really understood you. You know? You still like those people, but you don't relate to them anymore. They're simple. You go to their 4th of July party and you watch your father make jokes about farting. And you wish he had just gotten it together a little bit more. He provided a little more security for your family. Your sister's off somewhere, taking peyote and painting like a psychopath. You talk to her every now and then. She used to be your best friend. You guys would play hide and go seek. Now she's, you know, dating some guy and, you know, all they talk about is communism and eat vegan brownies. You don't know what to do. You're a lonely boy. Calm your mind and just keep going because you know what? At the end of the day, you did it. You made it out. You just never thought, you never thought making it out would, would it really matter because you're still there. You're still there. As hard as you fought and as much as you climbed, you still have never been able to fully shake the idea that you're not one of the chosen ones because you're not. But that's okay. There's dignity in the pursuit. You just have to find it.